This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host. We hear each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. There's so much to talk about, so much to talk about. When we can talk about voter suppression, when will the killing of black people by fry, the, from the hands of the police? Uh, we just got a myriad of things here. Uh, we could discuss and see what's happening in America. What's happening in America. And we still shaking over. The senator from South Carolina saying America is not a racist country. My God, what could it be? What could it be? What could it be? Nothing else. We have the Andrew Brown's situation in North Carolina. Oh, then on top of that, we got voter suppression. Then you have now they're trying to put in effect open carry. Open carry. Everybody can just carry a weapon. You don't need a license. Just carry a weapon and, and somebody make you mad shoot them. And that's seems the way they want to go with this thing. Then you remember Tatiana Jefferson over in Fort Worth? When will that trial, when, when will the trial begin with this? Are they just waiting it out and sweeping it under the rug and letting everybody's memory, fresh memory of this be swept under the rug and when they hold the trial the the police officer will get very little punishment at all. What about that? What about whatever came of Sandra Bland's trial? Was anybody punished in that? Was anybody punished for for this young lady dying in the custody of the police? Claiming she hung herself and all of this. And when all evidence shows she could not possibly have hung herself. Uh, just so many. And go on down the line. Go on down the list. Of these things that are so important. And what about it? What do you feel? How do you feel about Africans... Americans and Asians. What about it? Uh, should African Americans have others that are, are being mistreated in America? Or should we say, well, well no, we don't need to help them. We've got enough trouble of our own. In fact, they've been part of our trouble. Can, can we... What position are we in? Are we in a position to help others? I wonder about this. I wonder, should we reach out to others when no, hardly others don't reach out to us with all the trouble and turmoil we're going through? Others don't reach out to us. What do you think? Let's hear from you this morning, 972-647-1893, 972-647-1893. 
All righty, who do we have, Jason? Let's start things off with Joe. All right. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Reverend Ed. How are you How this you morning? Fine, oh, fine. Good, good, good. I mm-hmm. see you got your hard-working Jason on top of it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Your plate is full this morning, you said. But uh, right off the bat, I want to go to Monroe, Louisiana. Okay. That uh, murder, I, 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 I go straight to the chase. It's nothing mm-hmm. but a murder, horrendous murder. Mm-hmm. That murder in Monroe, Louisiana, hear me, hear me, hear me well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, when all the chips and everything are exposed, it's worse than the George Floyd situation. Far worse. Oh. And they have, they, they have treated their families so bad. When I heard this thing break of the day, I forgot. I heard a little about it some time ago, mm-hmm. way back on the Robert Ashley show, because this happened in 2019. Mm-hmm. But they have stonewalled and refused to give information to the family, to reporters or what have you. That happened in 2019. And <laughs> they just broke it. This thing it has exposed it. It's pulled the cover of the entire state trooper association in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Louisiana has been out of control for years and years. I go back down into my home state of Mississippi, northern Mississippi, mm-hmm. and I had, I really, it's troublesome to drive through there. I got about three tickets one time in one day going and mm-hmm. coming and going to other places. But with all that aside... They were waiting on you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that murder. That, I, think, I think one of the guys who gave me my second ticket, but that murder... They have lied and covered up and stonewalled, and they still have not given a full, semi-ethical, humane uh, report Mm -hmm. to the public, the prayer. The public needs answers. You go to D.C., insurrection. Mm -hmm. It is hard for people to tell the truth today. Lies Mm -hmm. say better than the truth, but bottom line. Everybody today is lying with a lot of mess. What you got going on, I believe, this is me, I think that we are in a position where people are trying to maintain their old ways, their old racist, bigoted mess and what have you. Mm -hmm. And this stuff has just caught up with them. The Republicans are lying so about the insurrection until it's just funny. If it wasn't so sad, it would be totally comical. Yeah, they, they, they still won the election, huh? Oh, yeah, she won. The most dangerous man, and let me ask you a question, Reverend If someone asked you today, the most dangerous man in America today, who would you say it would be? The most dangerous person in America? Oh, that's easy. Donald Trump? That's right, that's right. Donald J. Trump has 73 million little Trumpites that's mm-hmm. running around, ready to yes, do dirty yeah. And they are dangerous. And they're very dangerous. And the uh, the status quo does not, they do not want to admit that. But he's the most dangerous man in America because, and this thing was American-made. This this moronic mm-hmm. uh, idiot was American-made mm-hmm. because we allowed that to happen. That man should have been stopped years and years ago. But mm-hmm. I get off the line this time. But in closing, Monroe, Louisiana, that murder in Monroe, Mr. Green, is going to be far worse than the George Floyd case. Watch it. Oh uh, yeah, it. How did it get covered up? Covered up like, since uh, twenty nineteen. Well, because yes. the 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 state trooper association in in Louisiana, uh, that course of poll last night is systemic with stench and rottenness from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. When you've got the head that's rotten, 
the tail is going to be dying or rotten too. So that's what you got. They say that they got to they got to torpedo that whole state trooper there. Now, I think they got a black guy now. It's been he's been the mouthpiece. He's been coming out, and the attorney said, "I feel sorry for it because if he's not the head, I know he's been the mouthpiece. Kind of like old uh, this old guy in North Carolina, old uh, William." When, yeah. When, when you got the white mess completely implode, they'll find a Negro uh, to bring up front. Uh, this is some kind of comical. I got to get this in. I'll be off the line. You know, Michael Jordan is like your modern day, I uh, don't want to say like a Tom, but he's your modern day, I guess you say, first cousin to it. Mm-hmm. So they ask him about making contributions to black causes and uh, making contributions to historical black colleges, what have you, speaking out more on the black cause. They said Negro's eyes rolled around in his head, and he snorted and sneezed, and <laughs> say he came out and he said, uh, uh, Republican white tennis shoes too. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, he, he not going to lose a dime having black folks. <laughs> he's trying to protect, he's trying to, he's trying to protect his money, and Nike told him, Negro, stay away from them Negroes, and we're going to let you be a fat cat and leave Pookie Ray Ray and Peanut alone. <laughs> but still... Uh, we, we teach our children to idolize him. Right, right, exactly. Because, yeah. see, what we do today, see, today, we'll look at status, and we figure if you got status and degrees, you got a lot of trophies and stuff, you're mm-hmm. good to go. But yeah. uh, it's kind of like that monkey. You can get a lot of degrees, kind of like a monkey climbing a pole. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the higher you go, the more behind you show. That's right. Well, Have a good day, Reverend. It's, it's showing. All right, thank you. We thank you. That closed the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We've got a call from Casey Thomas. All right. Good morning. Uh, good morning. This uh, well, try, no, what? City Council Member, Casey Thomas. Yes, sir. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I don't know if you got my call. I called you several times this week. What I wanted to do is see if we could bring Dr. Eric Johnson on as your guest this week. He's the chief of economic development and neighborhood revitalization for the city of Dallas. The reason I oh, want to bring I'd him love on, to have him. Yeah, and I don't know if he got my card about three times. But anyway, I, if I, I saw your call, I would have returned it. I don't know. What, were you yeah, calling my uh, home number or cell number? Yeah, we can verify it after after this. But what I wanted to call mm-hmm. about and have him come on, and he's willing to come on next week as well, but the reason I wanted to come on today mm-hmm. is something historic happened Wednesday. I don't know if you know. We had over 40 black business leaders, community leaders, faith leaders, and neighborhood leaders to come on and speak at our council meeting during our public hearing on our economic development plan and policy. Mm-hmm. For the first time, Ever. We are voting on an economic development plan and policy for the city of Dallas with a focus on those who live south of 30, not only for investment opportunities, but also for those who own businesses to be able to get support in this plan and this project. It's supported mm-hmm. by all of the African American Council members and the mayor. It's supported by almost, I would say, 80, 90 percent. Uh, of the business, of black business owners and neighborhood leaders in the city of Dallas. We need our neighborhood leaders to call in this Wednesday mm-hmm. 
We will vote this Wednesday. Call, sign up to speak. The number is 214-670-3738. Once again, 214-670-3738. Pass the point there. You have lived in this community all of your life. You've been an advocate. We need you also to call in. We're asking pastors. We're asking neighborhood leaders. We're asking business leaders. We need them to call once again. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately... Give that number one more time. Don't want <clears throat> one more. <clears throat> Six seven zero three seven three eight. As at this point, only one person has signed up to speak, and this will take this vote will take place this Wednesday. I commend Dr. Johnson, who has taken into consideration all of the historic disparities mm-hmm. that have happened. Some of the people you know, like uh, Robert Petrie spoke, Dr. Sorrell spoke, former Mayor Rollins spoke many of our business owners that you personally know and uh, spoke, faith leaders, uh, Bishop Slater spoke, all of them spoke in support of this plan and program, and we need these voices to come back once again and Lord. Let let me ask you one thing. In this, uh, 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 they are addressing the redlining. They're addressing, yes, yes. Because that's been one of our biggest problems over... The last 50, 60 years, I can remember, has been redlining. They were not... Absolutely. Give loans. Yeah. And that's going to be addressed. Yep. Absolutely. And a focus on looking at uh, independent financial institutions and creating an economic development corporation, just like they have in Soto Mm -hmm. and they have in Cedar Hill. The city of Dallas will create a third-party independent economic development corporation okay. that will partner with the city's office of economic development to bring relocate businesses uh, to open businesses in the southern part of the city. Mm-hmm. Wow. We need the community's voice to speak one more time. It made a major impact on our colleagues last Wednesday, and mm-hmm. we need them to speak one more time this Wednesday when we vote. And what time will uh, normally uh, probably begin to speak? What, 1 o'clock, something like that, 12? Uh, no, this is not afternoon zoning case. This is this is the item we'll take up that morning. So oh, is that right? Speak that morning as a public, absolutely. We had a public hearing last week. Yeah. This week, we're actually voting on the item. So, so they, were, they won't the have front. to sit there all day to, to, before no. they speak. Okay? Not at all. All right, some urgency is put on this. 9 a.m. All right. Absolutely. The meeting starts 9 a.m. Go ahead and call. You you must call before Tuesday at 5 p.m. You can call Monday morning. You can call Tuesday morning. The deadline is Tuesday at 5 p.m. Oh. We will get a copy of the speaker's list by 6 p.m. So Mm. we will know everybody who signed up. So I'm asking, I'm challenging, encouraging you as well, Pastor Boy, that because your voice is really important. You've been talking about the fact that we haven't had economic development in Southern Dallas in years. This plan and policy will create that opportunity. I hope you also will sign up to speak. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is, see, when you see South Dallas Oak Cliff, uh, Southern suburbs, uh, they're all the same thing to them. And... If we can get uh, uh, people that's really concerned uh, about loaning money 
helping develop businesses in this. This could be a great thing because even though there uh, there is economically deprived in some ways, but uh, it's economically blessed in many ways. So this could be a great thing. I mean, super great. Really could. Absolutely. That's the plan. Uh, this that could be super great if it's carried out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we need the community. Mm-hmm. We need the community to speak up on Wednesday. All right. Not am. <clears throat> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. That's a great idea. Economic development in the southern sector of Dallas. Oh, do we need it? Do we need it? Do we need it? Do we need... You see, uh, when you see your community, everything in that community should be yours. Not just the homes and churches, which will have mortgages on them. I guess they're not really yours yet either. Excuse me. And... When you own, and people can work in their community, people will take pride in their community. And this is a great thing. This is a great thing. And the Councilman Thomas is uh, coming up with. Casey is doing uh, something tremendous here. This could be something. If we go into it with force and stick with it, Sometimes you have to stick with things 10, 15 years. I mean, a long time, sometimes 20 years. You got to stick with it for it to develop, for it to happen. So make sure you be down there. Everybody, be down there. We'll give out the number again for you to call and be ready to go down there Wednesday morning. We're up against a short break, 972-607-1893. We'll be right back. Yes, we're back. We're back. On Church Information and Open Forum, I'm Marion Barnett, your host. Uh, Ready, we'll be going to the phones this second. He's answering calls uh, right now. But I'm thinking about this. I, uh, Casey made my day today. This, this is something that has been well needed over the years here in Dallas. Yes, to put an end to this redlining, really. That that blocks our entrepreneurs from getting opportunities to go and do a business like everyone else in America can do. You know, almost every, every ethnic group in America, I don't care if they're being discriminated against, is allowed to get money to open businesses in their community. Every ethnic group, except for one. Except for one. All right, bring me a call. Okay, this is Leon. All right. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I get to talk to one of the greatest uh, civil rights, human rights advocates uh, in the last, I don't know how many you can count years. So uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Not too many, just... Just one or two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But I wanted to mention something that I saw that was uh, disconcerting on the CBS uh, news, uh, the evening news. They were talking about evictions in the city of Dallas. And they showed a couple of segments. And uh, they mentioned that uh, African Americans are twice as likely to be evicted uh, due to the pandemic as uh, everyone else. Hmm. And they also showed uh, the gentleman who is, whose son was in high school. He got evicted. Uh, the uh, the lady who had to sleep in her car, she got evicted. Hmm. But in the second segment, I was really uh, outraged when uh, Omar Villafranca mentioned that uh, the state of Texas has a billion dollars that is designated to provide funding for people who are on the verge of eviction. Mm-hmm. But only 10% of it has been used. So mm-hmm. uh, the state is getting this money from the federal government to avoid these situations, yet the money is not being dispersed. Uh, now, ooh, 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 ooh. which administration was this money given under? Yeah, it's, I'm assuming it's part of the CARES Act. Was that uh, Trump or is this Biden? It was Biden. Under Biden. And they it, turned it over to Texas to do it? Yes, that's the way it's going to go. No, I don't like that. The Biden and the Democrats know better than that. If you got something well, that's earmarked for the poor, even the middle class, those who are not rich, if you turn it over to the Republicans, you know it's not going to get there. That's like sending a bone by a hungry dog. No. <laughs> That's now, let, not. Me, let me say this, Brother Barnett, uh, yes. before I go any further. I am not 100% sure that what I just said is accurate. Well, so I sure, I, 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 somebody listening who know, I, I was not familiar right. with this particular uh, plan here to find yes. out. If that can yes. stop like evictions, uh, uh, people getting put out, and a lot of times these people are women and children, aren't they? Yes, exactly. That's the, one was a woman, and the other one was a, was a, was a, a young man, but he had a 17-year-old son who was trying to graduate from high school. And they were trying to, uh, you know, they were staying together. And he was saying, well, you know, my kids get ready to graduate, and I need a, you know, few months. And and then I was, then the next segment, which they ran the next day, they talked about the billion dollars that the state, that it says the state of Texas in that segment, uh, has to uh, provide for people who are on the verge of evictions. So we need to find out where this money is and alert people that are being evicted because it not only hurts the tenant, it hurts the landlord also because the landlord was mentioning he was behind $28,000 on his uh, on his mortgage payments on his apartment. But if the state has that money, that money is designed to keep these people afloat until things get back to whatever the new normal is. Mm-hmm. All right, then. We need to get a hold of somebody, a state representative or someone. Yes. That... Uh uh, the city of Dallas, I don't know, have any... Uh, I wonder if the city have any funds like that that will stop evictions. Anybody with the city of Dallas, call me and let me know. Because, we also uh, need someone from the state to... to uh, we don't need... We don't, that stop children from going to school. It just... Right. It hurts uh, so many things when people are evicted at a time like this. 
This is a right. bad time. Way pictures. All righty. Thank you, Leon. All Thank right. you for having me, Reverend Barnett. Mm-hmm. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. He's got a line full of calls. He's taking in right now. Just be patient. I'll be coming to you in just a second. Be patient. I'll be coming to you. I don't like this. They got money to help people and not going to do anything about it. Oh, this, this is ridiculous. All righty. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Ike. Ike, all right. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Leon Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? Doing great. Uh, you got your plate full this morning. And uh, first mm-hmm. of all, let me start out. Uh, I heard Councilman Thomas on it. It sounded like a great idea. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, he said they're going to they have some kind of board or some kind of commission. Uh, look over this project and I, my hope is that when these city council people appoint these people over this that they get somebody from the community or familiar uh, familiar with the community because we tired of we bringing people in from Chicago and California and Africa and everywhere else that knows nothing about us been here for a few years uh, I think they put a guy over the the uh, uh, the police board, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. They put a guy over that. He put a guy over that, and he's only been here for nine years. At the time they appointed him, that know nothing about Dallas. So that's mm-hmm. one of my concerns. And uh, as you were mm-hmm. talking about uh, the state uh, and the gun, they passing the gun open carry. Another thing, Ram Barnett, they down there trying to take out take us out of the history book. They got a, a, a bill they trying to pass where they cannot teach the racism that was put upon us in this country. They want they, they want that. They want to sugarcoat. They want to sugarcoat it. Yeah. They don't want the real truth to be told. They want to sugarcoat it and they want only certain people to teach it because they do the, they are ashamed and if they're not ashamed, they're just af- afraid, and they feel like they got to hide the true American history. American history not That's only true. needs to be taught to Americans, but it needs to be taught to everybody that ever planned to move to America, or live in America. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he noticed about a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, Trustee George Foreman, along with uh, Leslie Williams and other people, went down there to push to get uh, black history or African American history taught in the schools. And they passed, now they come back and they go sister it, so you're not really learning history. You're like, you teach us about the Bible all the time. Mm-hmm. That so Jesus is not white and those are not white folks. So now, we going through the same thing, the same atrocity right here in Texas. With, they don't want to teach you your true history. Well, it so teaches us that we, we can't give up. We have we we've got to continue to, to be persistent. This is not this is not a sprint. This is more or less like a marathon. I know a, a distance run. Uh, it, we have as they term. A no to us, we got to keep saying yes. It's got to happen. Right. 
And we mm-hmm. need our state representative, our state senate. We need all them down there mm-hmm. uh, coming up against this. And if, if yeah, they need to be down there fighting for this. statewide lawsuit. Mm-hmm. We need to a lawsuit. Let the Supreme Court, with they raise themselves, take a look at it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a... And this is one more thing we're going to I hate to go here, but I will. Every time we as a black people push to get some betterment, we always got to have somebody we got to bring along with. Whether well, it's the Asians, the Hispanics, uh, some other group had to be there with us when they pushed to get American, I mean, African-American history taught. They had to also include uh, Mexican-American history. So, in our ways, we have to include somebody. We have to fight for us just to get our stuff through. So, mm-hmm. I, I hang up like the after that, but it's, we just got problems that we're going to have to address. All right. Uh, that's that's wonderful. I uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for that call. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All righty. Who do you have, Jason? We have a call from Patricia. Patricia. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you this morning? Fine, fine. I was listening to y'all. Oh, you are. Are they still naming girls, Patricia? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know any. When I was growing up, that, that was a popular name. They call them Patricia and Pat and all of that. That's the first time I've heard of Patricia in a long time. And my teachers called me Patty <laughs> when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, Pastor Barnett, Reverend Barnett, I'm calling in regards to the, I want to piggyback on the gentleman that said the funds were available for the state of Texas. I saw it on the news about two weeks ago on WFAA, and there are funds. Um, and they were talking about Tarrant County. They were talking about Fort Worth, how mm-hmm. there was $10 million that had been set aside just for Tarrant County. And mm-hmm. only $3 million of it has been used. There's $7 million still available just for Tarrant County. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but Dallas County got money as well. And the money is not being used because no one knows that the money is there. There are programs. Mm-hmm. People need to reach out and get that money because it's shameful that people are being evicted from their homes. So the money is there. Um, I'm not, I wish I had written it down when I was watching it, but um, it is the Federal CARES Act for rental assistance. And I remember them saying that $10 million had been set aside just for $10 million for mm-hmm. Tarrant County and people are still being evicted. Only $3 million of uh, the dollars have been used. So I'm not sure where to reach out to, but I'll try to do a little research before you go off the air and do, get back to Do me. you know who your state representative is? I live in Dallas. I don't live in Tarrant County. I live in Dallas County. I actually live in Mesquite. All right. Uh, we'll have to, we're going to have to call our state representatives. Uh, state Senator yeah. Royce West and others, uh, we have a uh, state representative that we need to call. Uh, oh, what's his and name? What's his name? His daughter. Yeah. We need, we need, what if these monies are there and people are being there. evicted because they don't know the money is there, uh, 
We need to, our state representatives need to let us know some kind of way. They got radio, you have television, you have internet, they have internet, and they, they're not they're not putting these things out about uh, uh, money that to uh, save people from being evicted from their home. Something in, even some, the judge. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Even I was going to say even the judge on the segment that I saw that had um, uh, did the cases process the cases. I guess you would say was very upset because he was like, "Why are people being evicted and there's money out there?" Even the judge was upset about it. He thought it was just wrong. Well, he so know he know that's wrong. That and let y'all know the money is available. And nobody is broadcasting this. Well, I sure no, think no. I sure thank my audience for for uh, broadcasting this. I hadn't heard anything about any money being available. In fact, I didn't hadn't heard much about the evictions. Something is going wrong here. Something's wrong here. Oh, yeah. If people we've yeah. uh, elected and voted for and put in office is not letting us know that these monies are. Uh, available for those who are behind on their rent. All right. I thank you for your call and comment. Mm-hmm. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Tony. All right. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rev. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? Doing all right. Can't complain. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go where I was going. Part the state and them change, changing the curriculum. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I think the strategy of the Republicans is. To throw everything up right now because they know they're going to lose in the future. Mm-hmm. And and one thing you're correct about, we have elected people who have not sounded alarm, but, you know, but, but, but want to be reelected in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about from local, state, you know, because last week when uh, you had Ebony Johnson on, mm-hmm. you know that's what we need. But it, 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 it's so strange that we have Ross West, Senator, we have Tony Rose, all these people who are elected to people. Yeah, you know, are they? You know, have, have they sounded alarm and said, "Hey, you know, they they, they changing this unless they already know that none of these bills going to pass." But I, I I would go to this is this is that. Anytime a state has changes, change history, how are you trying to educate people when you have black teachers, superintendents, who are even arguing or even saying, hey, let's stop this. Mm-hmm. Every time Ty mm-hmm. Weed wants, mm-hmm. wants something, yeah. he finds ways to get, get signatures from superintendents. I must admit that, in a holster, I don't like him personally. I think, I think he's a charlatan, but anyway, at least he's arguing on suing the state that they passed this. Mm-hmm. You, you, ain't, you haven't heard from none of the southern suburbs. All of them got black superintendents. Mm-hmm. Ain't said one word. See the hill? You know, you know you're right, the Tony. Yeah, the, the, you hear very little from them like uh, southern suburbs mm-hmm. superintendents on mm-hmm. things like this. Mm-hmm. They quiet the church mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what? How many black teachers are in your district? Now, they, now they'll tell you they educating your kids. How are they educating your kids? And they and they not even doing the one thing saying, hey, what they doing in, in Austin is wrong. So guess what? Some of your teachers are complicit. 
So all they do is kidnap kids or are they are are they just pushing our kids through and getting a check staying in middle class? Are uh, they uh that social promotion that's gone on for too long in schools, I guess. That's probably gone on eighty to a hundred years, uh a social promotion. But back when they were all black schools, uh you got your behind whip and everything else if you didn't get your lesson. Now they just don't even want to be bothered with it, just gonna pass them on and get them out of your class. Is that well, what they're doing now? I am not saying that, but what I'm saying is not, what I'm saying is is that the same people who keep telling you to put your kids in their schools ain't advocating to truth to teach them true education. Whereas when board when Brown with the board came out the one thing that did not happen that should have happened was the black teachers did not get put in the, in the system. So we lost mm-hmm. a lot of talented teachers mm-hmm. who were who, who were left out of, of putting our kids in a dangerous situation with white folk. And what we have now is we have a bunch of black elite or middle class making money off the system but ain't challenging them. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I hear, I hear what you're saying. That's but it. they ain't challenging them. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I remember when my son, Junior, went wrote a paper. He was at Mark Twain at that time, mm-hmm. a long time ago. And uh, they, wanted, they wanted him to write on cities around the world. And I'd, I told him, write on an African city. Yeah. You know that teacher went crazy? He <laughs> gave him an F. <laughs> and... and Took him to the principal house, so you cried that you know I went up that end. And uh he don't know about Africa. He could write about some other uh, whatever city I forgot why she named. I said, You don't know anything about that one either. Never been there. But I it, you'd be surprised how narrow some of our black teachers are. You'd be surprised. Reverend, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave you with this, Reverend. Mm-hmm. To prove your point. Everybody know about the Little Rock Nine. Yeah. But the, the year prior to that, Mansfield, Texas, the year before Little Rock Nine, and that's the reason why Little Rock Nine happened because Mansfield, Texas, did that did that to, to the kids of Fort Worth, Tarrant County. 1956. And guess what? And, and, and guess what? Mm-hmm. How many teachers that work in this area know right down the street, you know, right down the street it happened to them? Yeah. They don't know about the Hank. This was 1956. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But but they keep trying to tell me why I'm educating your kids. Yeah. Are you really educating? <laughs> Please. But I, I, I'm going to pass my time, but uh, thank you for your call and comment. 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Me at 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Eddie. Good morning, Eddie. And good morning, Great Reverend. How are you, sir, this morning? Well, I'm on the upside, you know. Uh, I'm <laughs> not with those that gave up Jesus. According to the scripture, mm-hmm. Jesus is a black man. Well, that's according to scripture he is. Amen. Mm-hmm. And according to that scripture, we need to have our hands across the sea with our black people 
in Africa. Right. There are so many billions and trillions of dollars for just about anyone, frankly, who will go there and get into business. Yeah, they tell me, they tell me now, that thing could be in the Quartigians. <laughs> the, the amount of resources that's there and the amount of money that they can make and the amount of businesses that can be built. And uh, the sad part about that, we're letting racist countries like China and Japan uh, go into Africa and exploit that situation because they're they exploiting it because they don't allow they allow African, African Americans, anybody to come in their country and be free. That, well, so, I have mm-hmm. uh, contact with uh, people mm-hmm. in Africa on high levels. Right. And uh, You've had that for well, years. Yeah. It is now a great weapon in motion. Mm-hmm. I was looking at this Good. thing with this Indian company that makes this AstraZeneca mm-hmm. vaccine. Yes. And they say they're not going to make it anymore until the end of this year. And isn't it funny or sad that Africans are going to be dying, mm-hmm. dying and dying because this Indian country, uh, India, who helped the white man colonize a great deal of Africa, mm-hmm. will not assist. It is a shame. Yeah. And there, what they're doing is making a lot of money. They're going to wait, supply the men, and they're going to put the squeeze on the Africans for their natural resources. Mm-hmm. So I've uh, come up with some people with multi-millions of dollars to invest. And I'm asking the community, I'll get it out, to look at this, check it out, north, south, east, and west, and let's get together and make some cash. Eddie, do you have a number you can just put out there because it might be enough so entrepreneurs listening and I know you have connections over there. Big connections. I certainly do. What I'll do is uh, not today, but next week if it's all right with you, I'll call in and leave a number. Yeah, yeah, get your number set up and because uh, I know you have had connections over there for years and uh, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Now is the time. We need to quit uh, procrastinating and just lying around doing nothing when it comes to our homeland, and which is the wealthiest, which is the wealthiest continent on the face of this earth. Wealth. The opportunities are vast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, Reverend. Uh huh. That goes to line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All righty. What do we have? We have a call from Beverly. Beverly, all righty. Good morning, Beverly. How you doing this morning? Fine, how are you? I'm, I'm fabulous, but I'm very upset. Okay. Um, I, I love this show. I'm glad it's on here. Let me see what I have to say first, and then I'm going to close it with something out of, uh, out of uh, Irving over here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? They're showing us black lives don't matter. They're just, they just downright just disrespecting us with this. Right. Uh, over 400 years, we've been asking for our freedom. Mm-hmm. The Asians come in here. They got a problem with us treating them the way we treat them. And all of a sudden, they get their way, and we still hollering Black Lives it, Matter. Yeah, well, you know, Biden got it in a hurry. Got something for, uh, put together to... Uh, Help protect and uh, assist Asians. Exactly. We've been here and built the country. 
Mm-hmm. Thank uh, people, you. Don't hang up when I get through talking. I want to make my pledge. I hadn't made that yet. All right. Are we surely yeah. not going to hang up on you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it right quick. We know the lion spirit is out here and got everybody going from race to everything else. The lion spirit is in the Bible. The one about you and Mr. Wynn talk a lot about race in that, you know, Second Kings about 5, verse 27. Yeah. And also in Proverbs talks about the lion spirit. But let me move on past the lion spirit. Earlier, when Casey Thomas was on, and uh, I think Leon responded to Ike, uh, the, the, that's a good thing, and that's what we need to do all over. We were doing something, Mr. Wynn and I like that, doing some conference with a professor out of Prairie View all over East Texas. But mm-hmm. the thing that I was trying to tell you for years, I've been saying, trying to get everybody together. I know about a meeting up there in Martin Luther King or wherever. I know they do it virtually now. But that I go ahead and say that name. I was trying to wait and not say it. But it's a 391. Look it up for yourself. It's the name of that organization is 391. Now, what Casey Thomas is talking about, that'll be fine, but I don't know if they have uh, powers that they would need to make sure that organization stays strong and be able to operate. It's a 391, and I've, I've been a part of it, Mr. Wynn, and we know what kind of power it has. It can probably even have subpoena power. But look that up, and I hope Casey is still listening, and they, y'all use that up there. I've been trying to tell you for years let's get together and do that but the other thing right quick they're talking about the money that's being held up by greg abbott mm-hmm. that that one of those acts was the carols act write this down whoever listen to help out with us it's the carols act and back in march greg abbott had 11.24 billion b with a b 11.24 billion dollars to use in texas for rent and all kind of thing and they hadn't even used he only used, I think, uh, $1 billion or something of that, $2 billion in, in, in that short time. And there's still uh, $9 billion somewhere. And this was on a... Now, where did you say that money was earmarked for? It, it's, a, it Carol, it's the CARES Act, Economic Security and Other Release. And it was on a program out of uh, KXAN out of San Antonio, I think. But anybody hearing me and know what I'm talking about, Look it up, the CARES Act, C-A-R-E-S Act. And it started out in March. He was given $11.24 billion. And we need a Congress, the Representative Crockett from Dallas, that lawyer, she's up there. Maybe she can look into some things and help out anybody. Royce West, I've been watching him, the work that he's done on hate and crime and the police. If we get involved with these people and hold them accountable, not beat them up, but work with them, I think we can get more done to help us. But look at Royce West was on TV the other day, and, and back in 2001, he was part of the ACLU and the Texas Criminal Justice Reform Commission back in Crockett, Texas, 2001. I was there and videoed all of that and worked with some guys with Dr. King. They created the SB 1074 racial prohibition legislation, which we can use that to hold Palestine police, Dallas, and Fort Worth police accountable. Look it up, everybody. SB 1074, and Ross West was one of the authors of that bill. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'd get off and make room for somebody else, and I, yeah, I'm nearby, but and I can always come be Now, here. you I'll said there, yeah, but let me get, you said there was some money, it's what, nine million? It's, it's, nine it's, it's, billion? It's what? billion. $11.24 billion given to Texas uh, called the CARES, C-A-R-E-S Act, A-C-T, in March of this year. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I, yeah, this year, and where the money went, I, I, I don't know or anything, but they say this is what they say in that story. Uh, two weeks from a youth 
or lose it. It said you had two weeks to use it or lose it. Two billion dollars of federal com- com- economic money relief. And, um, and this was a story on November the 30th, KXAN. So now, it had to the, be 2020. Yeah, the federal government has put up this money. Yes, sir, for us here in Texas. Look at that. And uh, what agency in the state is supposed to filter this money, you know, get this money to the people? Whoever is up under Greg Abbott, and you know what he is. He and Ted Cruz and all them is a bunch of crooks. Oh, and that other one, no. Paxson, those, somebody in Palestine, Tech, Dallas, for what? Really stop talking and let's sit down and, and look into this money, where it's going from, from all the people in Austin. You know, and get involved in your local government, city, county, school, and state government. Get involved, people. We out here whining. I hear so much whining from the, you know, the top to the bottom. Let's just sit down and get busy. We're supposed to be about our father's business. And yes, when somebody mentioned about Africa a while ago, we are our brother's keeper, whether we love them or hate them. We're supposed to love them, right? We're supposed to love our enemy. All of that, mm-hmm. love for that, and all these preachers and church folks, y'all better get in gear. God not playing. He's going to get every one of us well, every knee and every tongue. What I'm hearing more of this morning yes, is money is uh, being made available. It is. But somehow, the word or nothing is getting to the average everyday joke. Well, if we get involved like the PTA, go to school board meeting and city council meeting and county commission meeting and thing, and we can know where the money going. They do have meetings. Mr. Wynn and I down here for years go to meetings where people won't even show up. They get federal million dollars, and they won't even go to see where it's going. They, but when it's a basketball or water or football or something like that, we are dominate the field. Like last night, mm-hmm. it was sad here last night in Palestine. It pouring down rain, and they tried to still do the graduation, and people scattering everywhere. Chaos. I videoed it now. It was very sad, and this school district down there need to be held accountable for that. Anyway, I know I'm taking up all the time, but uh-huh. I'm available to be a guest and talk about even more stuff and Please, let's get involved and remember that 391, everybody, and look it up. And that SB 1074, that's up there in Austin. They help us. SB 1074. Mm-hmm. Three. Yes, sir. All Be right. Now. Like I said, I'm available if you, where I need to do to help out. I will. All right. Thank you. And keep me on line for the prayer. All Thank right. you. Okay. All right. That clears the line. Well, well uh, do we have any time? Uh, let me see. We pretty well cleared. Uh, we got calls coming, but we don't have any time left. It's, yeah, it's 8 o'clock, yeah. Uh, let's, let's go. Um, no, let's just... <laughs> you want to go to break? You want to take a call? What do you yeah, want to do? Go to break because I wouldn't have any time. Sounds I, good. I, but a few seconds to keep them on. I want to give them more time than that. All right, we'll be right back. Here we go. and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a picture, it's simple and plain. This ain't All right, we're back. And ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. And I uh, want to invite you to be with Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning, 930. It's Marion Barnett Sr. Uh, come be with us tomorrow. On the, my Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr. Tomorrow morning, 9.30, everybody is invited to be a stream with us. Come stream with us tomorrow morning. 
All righty. And you can reach me now at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have, Jason? Well, I wanted to give out some information about the Texas evic- eviction help. Okay. Since some people have been talking about that today, and some people have called in and told us where to find it online. Okay. So one person said that you can go online. It's Texas Eviction Diversion Program. Mm-hmm. And that's the website. You can, you can search that on Google. And there's also a phone number you can call. I don't know when they're open. But the number is 833-989-7368. Or you can mm-hmm. also go online. I, did the, I found this on DallasCounty.org, uh, Emergency Housing Assistance Program. Mm-hmm. So apparently it's out there, and someone just called to get off the phone, someone saying that they applied in March and got on in April. Mm-hmm. So it's somewhat of a fast process. Oh, that's pretty fast, then. Yeah. Got on, I guess, within a month. Just about a month. All right. All right. So there y'all get those numbers down. Just hit it one more time. Yeah, so the phone number for Texas Eviction Diversion Program was 833-989-7368. And if you want to call into the station, I'll give you that number, too, over the phone. All righty. Okay, good. And our next caller is Denny. All righty. Good morning, Denny. Yes, sir. Yes, go right ahead. Yeah, Mr. Brainer, Dr. Brainer, how you doing today? Fine, how are you this morning? I, I'm good and blessed by the Lord. Hey, I think he just gave out a lot of information that I was going to give because this money there, but one thing, we don't have the people in place that would get at the uh, That's the problem. My daughter had almost $300,000 given to her to go to school to get a doctor's degree and see up in Boston right now being a doctor mm-hmm. at the age of 32. I just mm-hmm. got $10,000 of the stimmer package that that guy been talking on your show a lot. Mm-hmm. We don't have nobody to give us that information. And a lot of that money, when they announce it one time, you may not hear no more about it if they're going to get passed around. Uh, do you know, uh, well, let's go to the state. Who's your state representative? Uh... Atkins, I think that's who that is, no mistake. No, he's, uh, you're talking about Janelle Atkins? Oh, the state representative. Oh, okay, thank you. I'm not sure on who that state representative is at all. Well, see, this is uh, one of the things uh, we need to know. They should contact us anyway, yes. But know your representatives. Know who you put in office. Know who you voted for. Right, right, right. Know them. And call and get information from them. They're there to serve you. So, uh, please, know your state representative, know your city council person, know your school board people, know your your senate, senator, your congress people. Uh, know, your, know, know the people that represent you. Please learn them. Please know them. And, um, uh, you know, because too much money seems to be flying around that we hardly get any of it. You're right. Get you're very right. little. And, right. And, and my daughter hadn't had my sister who is in the field back there. Mm-hmm. And she would have missed almost $200,000 worth of grant money was free, not paid, not one. What school is she going to? Well, she, she obviously ship in Boston, not working. She went to... Uh, which school in Boston? Uh, no, she she's working now out of the hospital. Oh, she's working in Boston. Yeah, okay. she done graduate. Oh. She got eight years 
degree under her belt. Okay. And she had $200,000 there and didn't know it, huh? Not one penny did we pay back. That's all right. That's all, all right. Do, make sure you <laughs> I'm, all on I'm sure she happy about that. Don't have to pay yes, one penny yes. back. And you got... One penny. Mm-hmm. And if my sister wouldn't have been in that, that uh, field where she had information from people that told her, you know, we don't get enough people past that around for us. It's well... Me. There are books and everything. I know people every year. Go, you know, they go online, go to books, go wherever, and they locate millions and millions of dollars that's available for people to go to school, go to college. Yes, that's true. That's true. I agree. Yes. If we you know, just knew how to exercise, I'll have to bring somebody on who will teach us. Have a good- Have a great day. Yeah, sure. Thank you. That teaches us how to go and get money. Yes, there's some money out there. You can get it. I'll have somebody on that teaches that really uh, you can get you can get uh, just I don't know how much money to go to college. In fact, just about anybody can go to college. It's as easy money to get. That's that that is true. Believe me. We have more to make sure everyone get an education. All righty. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Carolyn Arnold. All righty. Good morning, Councilwoman. How are you doing? Good morning. Fine. Great. Uh-huh. How are you really doing? Just chime, I'm fine. We want to just chime in on your previous statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, the need knowledge is very powerful. We need to know who's representing us on every level. You're mm-hmm. absolutely correct. That's right. Uh, and there, when we sent out from my office about twenty thousand updates every Friday, but you always inadvertently miss someone because they've changed their contact information. So uh-huh. when we're trying to get information out on the eviction program or how home repair money or mm-hmm. senior resources. We miss folks. And so it's important for folks to make them take the step to make us aware that they exist and not for us to have to go run everybody down and then folks get upset. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the things you talked about uh, with this, uh, well, mentioned with the eco-dev plan, I think it was discussed this morning, uh, mm-hmm. we need more support because we are about to take embark upon a, a waters that we talked about so many years ago, but it's about equity. We mm-hmm. talked about it, but we did not be doing anything about it. So now mm-hmm. you have an economic director, development director, and a city manager who are committed to implementing an equity plan. Mm-hmm. But we've got to be ready to take it. You know, you have not because you asked not. And we're asking for it, but we need to demand that it money goes to where it should be going. Mm-hmm. And quickly, case in point, 2012, there was a bond package. When I looked at the language when I got in the office, and much of that money was designed for the southern sector. Mm-hmm. And much of that went everywhere but the South. And so some yeah. of that money, I think, here we are in twenty, almost 20, 2019, redirecting some of it. I think some of it went to Rayburn Mall, and Council Member Atkinson called in to tell us, but I do know much of it went everywhere but to the South. So here we are now. We have now economic development plan coming down the pipe. We need the support. Mm-hmm. And we have more recovery money. And we have a city manager... Once again, and an economic de- development director and a councilwoman, of course, and council members 
who are committed to getting that into the hands of the community. So I'm going to suggest that starting today, if you don't know who your elected official is, take time to call to find out. And the last thing I want to talk mm-hmm. about, because we're still right. pushing economic recovery, we're hosting with the support of Walmart uh, a vaccine for children. And they're adults as well, but next Monday at Beckley Center, uh, from 3 to 7, 114 Hobson will be given the Pfizer shot. So from 12 on up, we've got to get our kids back in school. Our kids are going to be behind, and I can speak to this as a former educator. We're probably going to be behind with the children of color probably two to three years possible, and that's why it requires the city, county, state, school officials working together because the communities that need the additional resources with streets, senior repairs, and schools, and internet, which is what this act is going to bring about, is internet accessibility. So you've got to have someone who's fighting to make sure we get equity because we're long overdue with broadband in the southern sector. But that's where education is going right now, and our children are being left out because of lack of connectivity. And really, to be honest with you, a lot of those providers haven't been forced to provide equity in this in beyond the Trinity. So just those couple of things we've got to continue as a community to make up our mind where we really okay. want to be when it comes to game of chess. All right. Great. Uh, but now, do the city require these uh, buildings that the city own to provide uh, broadband, uh, provide uh, things that where people can come in with their computers and use the internet. Well, we we do we do that. It means like the, for example, we got we purchased a lot of uh, hot spots, you know, so that folks could have connectivity in their homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but just the bottom line is this: it's all about the politics, and those with the power continue to play politics mm-hmm. with the people. And those uh, providers, oftentimes, when it comes to those cell towers, you look at them. Very few of them are strong towers here in the southern section. Mm-hmm. You look at that map. They're all north or east, but they're not really fully saturated south. And so then we have to go on the state level and uh, to fight that. And then also, subsequently, we need the help of, of a federal, I mean, of our federal representatives. Mm-hmm. But right now, we see a pattern that has been con- persistent for years where mm-hmm. we have to go up and stand outside or stand by a window to get a signal. And don't let it rain. Uh. So right now, what's coming... This is our time to get, put the pedal to the metal and demand, which we are, to get that money into broadband and get with the partners who really make the bulk, take the bulk of our money, mm-hmm. is that they come to the table and we force them to do what they need to do. Yes. And so there are ways to do that, but, but if the people are not supporting us, uh, uh, Reverend Barnett, mm-hmm. well, that's like with the economic development plan. We had, to, my office, for example, had to call about 20 people to get one person that would call in to speak on behalf of economic equity in the southern sector. And that's by phone. Is that right? That, that's that's you, ridiculous. You had to call about 20 people to get one to speak on it? From District 4. So what we have to do is to make sure that you, if you saw the presentation, we had a lot of, a number of business owners. I was glad to see, you know, Mayor Rollins was there. He spoke on behalf of it because it's kind of a continuation of his Grow South initiative, just, mm-hmm. just in principle. But 
But most of those individuals who spoke were business leaders. But we also wanted individuals to speak. Even if, if nothing else, you didn't even have to read all of the plan. We're telling you it's about equity. Now, I know we can speak and give a testimony on the fact that we've been without for so long. It's time for justice. So we, and, and so some would say, well, we didn't know about it. But if I, but you live it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if I tell about it and push it, you ought to be able to push the numbers on the telephone and speak up. Not just this past Wednesday. But every time you get a call from, from my office or another council member to speak on behalf of an issue, it shouldn't take us a, a, a lot of thought as to whether or not you can at least get on the telephone and call. You don't even have to have a video conference. Mm-hmm. You can just speak on it. Oh. So that's all I'm going to ask is we've got to at least pick up the phone during this time and speak on it. Watch us online. If, for example, in my case, and you can do the same thing with the state. You can watch folks online. We're online every Wednesday, and folks can see our actions, and they have enough information to call. But I can tell you this in closing. On the one issue that we did have a number of us, and I've forgotten what it was. It might have been the budget. But we had a number of representative voices from District 4, District 8. It put folks on notice downtown. They didn't know what to think when they heard five to ten people speaking Mm -hmm. from these districts. Yeah. District 8 and 4, I know in particular, they were shocked. Well, We've got to get real issues of speaking up and supporting their leaders. Numbers. So we can have the muscle we need. Numbers are powerful. Numbers are numbers powerful. Numbers are powerful. Yes, powerful. Right. So right And a lot now, of results. they got to help us. You do. And, you're, and we thank you so very much for letting us talk about this this morning. But it still goes back to the vote. We, okay. have, we keep putting they talk about on the Austin level. That we're talking about voter suppression right now. Folks ought to be irate. Because if you don't have a down there in Austin, they're going to take the rest of your voting rights. You see the governor's talking about stopping the $300 mm-hmm. uh, benefits at this month. And all we do is just complain about it. Yeah. So we've got to vote, and we appreciate that. And don't forget to get out to the vaccines on Monday at Beckley Center from 3 to 7. We're giving the Pfizer. Okay. Thank you so very much. All right. Thank right, you. Thanks. Thank right. you. Thank you. Where are you calling? All right. The closing line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? We have a call from Carl. Carl? All right. Good morning, Carl. Good morning, Reverend Burnett. How are you? I just, I'm doing fine. You, it's great to hear your voice. Uh, mm-hmm. I was uh, once delivered, I delivered the USA Today newspaper, and I uh, bought a paper the other day, and like it's a week, it was a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and uh, in that paper, it was saying that the black kids were doing better online than they were at school because they had more time to study. They wasn't being bullied. They and they didn't have to deal with the racism. Did you hear anything about that? No, but uh, you said they do better online so than they do in school. Yes, it's a pandemic. Hmm. You said black kids are actually doing better because they don't have all the rigmarole to deal with. That's exactly right. They, 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 they can focus. No, I didn't see the article, but I, I certainly believe it. <laughs> yes, I can exactly. easily believe that article. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, that, to me, that gives a plug for, for resegregation. Well, but, but see, here's what, here's what. Segregation is not all bad. Not all bad. Uh, 
because it's been proven. I went to a segregated school. I didn't go to, I didn't have a, uh, go to school with a white person until I was in college. Uh-huh. But under segregate uh, under segregated schools, my I could make bees, and because they're gonna stay on me to study and everything. And I, you got quite naturally a kid. We try to study as little as possible, but I still had to study in order to pass. And went to college and made better grades in college than I, with white people than I did at a black school. Made better grades, mm-hmm. although I learned a lot at the black school. I made better grades under under white college, mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. people. So uh, there's some. See, it, it's not always bad because no. when you have a teacher that believes you can learn, that desire for you to learn, and willing mm-hmm. to do whatever it takes for you to learn, quite naturally the average student is going to do better mm-hmm. when you're in that atmosphere. Because that all of that creates an atmosphere of care, right? Right. right. And, and, and it, was, it was something you, you just touched on. There was a teacher who said, "Children don't don't know, don't care how much you know until they know how much you care." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the two things about segregation, they were the segregation was designed for two things to keep blacks out of the economic mainstream. Yeah. And to keep black men from white women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I thank you. I thank you. Uh, we out of time. We got up against the sharp break. You reach here at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You can reach us. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Joyce Foreman. All righty. Good morning, Trustee Foreman, Dallas Independent School District. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you this so morning? I am, I'm great. As, as I listen to your show, I am just so grateful that we do have this avenue oh, uh, to have conversations you. about what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How can we hold our elected officials accountable if we don't know who they are? Well, <laughs> first of all, uh, you know, uh, I always, even when I was a kid, I made sure I knew who represented me. And uh, it's just something that uh, people are going to have to do because we're missing probably billions if not trillions of dollars by not knowing who our elected officials are who represent us. They probably hear your name but this is not germane just with black people I found out. I found this out years ago. Yeah. I found out years ago. People knew who Al and Diane was but they didn't know their own representative. They go with, they go with, they go with, they seem to learn who certain figures are, and that's it, and leave it there. And don't even learn who their own representative is. So. Well, the, the, the problem is, is that not only could you know who your representative is, you should have some understanding of 
who represents our community and mm-hmm. have some means of, of communicating with them. While my state representative is Yvonne Davis, mm-hmm. I have no problem with calling Tony Rose or Carl Sherman uh, to express that issue of concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to have to do better in trying to figure out how we're going to access uh, our elected officials and hold them accountable for the work that they do. And that starts at the school board level all the way up to your president. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just a matter of us trying to figure out how we're going to um, make things work for our community. And and I'll say mm-hmm. this and then I'll, I'll go. But, um, you know, when I listen to Tony call in, it's always inspiring mm-hmm. because he has a, a way of understanding particularly from the educational standpoint, right. uh, some of the problems that we're having within public education. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely correct that um, Inahosa, who I did not vote to come back, I did not vote for him to get a raise, and I did not vote for him to have an extended contract. Mm-hmm. But he, in fact, is right on on the issue of, of, of education and being able to teach about race in the school. Uh, Inahosa himself cannot sue, but he is actually activating his board to put them in a position. If if the legislation passes, um, that we will be ready to fight back because it's extremely important for us to make sure that our children know who they are. Mm-hmm. Because once you know who you are, you have a better weapon to be able to fight against people trying to tear you down. Right. And you have better self-esteem to be able to move forward with the mission that you're on. Mm-hmm. And with what's going on right now in uh, Austin, is that if we can't teach race, then we can't tell the true story. So it becomes what mm-hmm. you and I grew up uh, calling his story. Yeah. Which is not history, but it's their story about yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And we need to be able to continue to fight to make sure that these young people have a true sense of where they, their forefathers came from. And it didn't start with slavery. That's right. They must make us understand where they came from and then they can figure out better where they're going. And yeah. so I am prepared as a trustee. Uh, to be able to stand up against that with a lawsuit if necessary. Well, now, and our board did vote eight to, eight to nothing um, for a resolution against that. So I, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Now, do Texas still control America when it comes to books, textbooks? Because no, America, sure America follows, usually has been following Texas for years and years. Well, you have to remember that um, textbooks don't have that same validity that they've had before because a lot of the, the courses are online and so we don't have that same push for textbooks. Kids don't even take textbooks home like they used to okay. uh, when you and I were in school. So it's a little bit different in, in, in that that time. But, mm-hmm. it's, but it's clear um, that uh, Texas has some impact on the way the rest of the nation goes in terms of education. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look at the way that they are pushing up against Houston and Dallas, which are the two largest um, uh, dis- uh, independent school districts, uh, to try to take over, try to try to tell us which way to go, what mm-hmm. to teach, those kinds of things. So there are other people uh, specifically looking at those issues. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say one other thing. The gentleman that uh, called in and said that black children were doing better uh, based on the fact that they're online. Uh, we have no data to prove that. Uh, in fact, oh, is that right? uh, we are... Yeah, we have no data. To, we, the district, Dallas ISD, has no data to prove that. Uh, mm-hmm. What we found is is that we're having to mitigate the learning loss. And uh, a lot of that is in schools um, that is that are predominantly African-American, along with uh, many other schools. Not mm-hmm. So it's not just African-Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the problem with the... Um, the learning uh, is is that the young people um, don't pay close enough attention and many of them won't stay online. They'll get online, they'll get offline, or they don't have somebody there that can help them when they run up against a snag uh, because the teachers are teaching both um, um, in class and online. And so it makes it a little bit harder to navigate yeah, and be sure able is. to pay that mm-hmm. That paid that uh, individual attention that our young people uh, uh, need. And mm-hmm. therefore, the district is changing the way it's doing its summer school. Uh, and um, there are some, we have some different calendars within the district which are going to make the school uh, days different for some schools. And it will make the school year longer for some schools because we are trying to mitigate. Uh, that learning loss, and so, and, and I am supportive of that also. All right, I thank you. We support you as much as possible. Yes. All right, thank you. That clears the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have? We have a call from David. David. All right. Good morning, David. How you doing, brother? Bun? Fine. How are you this morning? Well, I got peace of mind as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something very interesting that she said. They've been redlining up for 151 years. Yeah. It does change since 1870. Mm-hmm. I, the first five blacks that went to Ranger College was from Ralph Hunt, my school. I was amongst them five blacks. Mm-hmm. From a double-A school, and do you know that we were smarter than all of them white boys that was up there? Oh, I can easily believe that. I found that out. When I first went to college, they was very racist and arrogant and dominant, acting out of class, getting to class. If you could have came in and took a picture, you thought all of them was riding my back. <laughs> copying, you know, copying off of me. Mm-hmm. We were we were taught as well bunch that we were better than white people and we were smarter than white people. Mm-hmm. And all five of us took that Took that, they couldn't understand how we was making them kind of grades up there, mm-hmm. and after the stuff, we was doing. Well, nobody, no athletes was no A students, and all mm-hmm. five of us were A students. Mm-hmm. And but brother that, I keep telling you, they finna do away with voting. <laughs> they finna do away with voting, and all your presidents and your senators and representatives is gonna be appointed. Voting. It's been to go bye-bye in less than four or five years from now. Well, who, who, who do you think is going to appoint them? Who will appoint them? New World Order. We're going into the new Constitution, New World Order. We're going to go into that. If it, if it happened today, who would be leading the New World Order? The, the New World Order would be led by the Zionists. And they will appoint, they will appoint the... Uh, who are you talking about, Net, Netanyahu? 
No, I'm talking about Zionism. Zionism. We going up under Zionism. Well, Zionism is a religion. It's a movement. That's, that's, I know, but he's a Zionist. Yeah, he's a Zionist, but we going up under the road. He ain't the head man. We don't know who the head man is. Now, well, now, now you're cooking with gas. We, I'm sure we don't know who yeah, they have. Uh, who, if they're going, they, he's already been picked. And uh, and I say he, and I know women get mad. Like, but believe me, it'll be a he. Don't worry about that. It will be a he. Mm-hmm. This, bro, that's what I'm saying. That's going to come. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sitting in Oregon over the voting and all of this stuff. They're going to do away with all this stuff. They ain't going to be Oregon and fussing over <laughs> voting for four or five years from now. You ain't going to be Oregon because everybody, all you have to do is go to protocol number nine and ten mm-hmm. and the learn eligible society protocol and they'll give you exactly what government that we going up on all you have to do is read it I've been reading this book for almost 50 years <laughs> yeah. it's been fast now it's called the protocol to learn eligible society you can get it down at black uh, at Pan African bookstore uh, Trey, they just got a whole bunch of men from, from mm-hmm. my students all you have to do is go in that book and read it and what's going on in the world today is in that book alright I know another book is got what's going on in the world today. It's yeah. it's called the Bible. Thank you. All righty, nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have? We're going to Michael. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Doctor Burnett. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine, thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down here in for you down in the little old town they call Hill County. I've never heard too much people talk about the little small county that being forget about. Population, some of them just 200, pop, 200 population. Some of them don't have that much. Mm-hmm. But the city council thing, we don't know what they've done with the money down here. And I'll argue much as I can, but I need a lot <laughs> and lots of support down this way to get these people on board the right way down here because all the black people and the Spanish people are getting left out of all the money that we getting down here, and, and they don't know nothing about the man. Where he going? Who getting it? You say how many people in your town? We got, well, in the town I'm, I'm living, it's 8,000 people live here. Oh, that's, and, oh, and, that's, that's pretty good size. Okay. And the little old town around us, like a little old town called uh, Public Texas, got about 250 people. The little town in Fulham, has got about 220 people. See, and their money missing, too? Yes, sir? Is their money missing, too? Yeah, we don't know where the money at, and uh, they will be repairing the street. You should see the streets around this country. Some of the streets are 65, and they've been, they've been repaired in 65, 70 some years, and they say they don't have the money. I'm looking at here, I'm arguing with the city council down here in Hill County. She don't want to do nothing because the overhead, he's scared her overhead. If she step on some toes down here, she's liable to lose her job. All kind of stuff like that is going on down here. How many, I need looking for these small towns. How many African Americans in that area? Well, this town is almost like a slave town many, many years ago. We got a whole lot of master houses still standing up down this way. So uh, everybody is still scared uh, of the, the white community down here. You know, nobody want to speak out for me. And I'm, I'm all by myself, probably five more guys that on the city county board. 
at going off and see what's going on with the money, but they don't never tell us nothing. They give us the run around down here. So somebody needed to come down in these little small town and see what's going on down here and get filled with these. You don't have any uh, allies down there at all? No, sir. No, sir. With everybody that I work with down here, they scared to go over everybody's head. They just scared to step on toes down here. All right. Uh, who's the, your congressperson? Condra, she, uh, she, her name is Jacqueline Fenev. Jacqueline Sims? Fenev. 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 She's yeah. a white woman? No, she's a, she, well, she, she black, but, well, you know how that goes. Hmm. <laughs> so, she's supposed to be on our side, but when she gets pushed, she don't want to lose her job, so. Hmm. So, down here. Boy, you're in a tough situation there. Uh, and, and we got a black black people can't even get a business started up down here. The Mexican, the Spanish people, and the white people taking over down here. And last year we had uh, we had Popeye chicken here, KFC here. We had big nice stuff here. Now all these mom and pop shops to push all these people out again. So mm-hmm. It's just mom and pop shops around here. They don't want nothing to come in here. They don't. They go, they're going to step on their toes. And if, if a black open a mom and pop shop, you don't think they patronize it? Yeah, that's what they're doing now. They are? Yeah. Well, oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's, 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 that's good. I wish we had more of that in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, the only thing about it is, is certain one they doing like that. We got about three, four black people in business down here. And mm-hmm. if they don't do what these people tell them how to run their business and who they can let come in and what they can have in their schools and stuff. I know it's a rule to everything, but you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. I'm need what you, uh, 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 people around here on the city bond and the city council thing, they sitting on this money. I don't know what they're done with, but they ain't fixing the street. <laughs> you should see some of these streets down here. And you're the only one bold enough to ask, ask where's the money. Yeah. It doesn't look like my boss ain't been here at all. I go up to mm-hmm. the courthouse every other week. And you told them to show you the money, and they won't do it. They won't do it. Well, you have to go scream some more and find your ally. What about you as a woman in a community will will either lead it or assist you? You you don't have a woman down there that will lead lead it or assist you? She she by herself, too. She's scared to step on toes. I just know she about. I talked to her, and she said she's going to do this and do that, but ain't nothing been done. I don't know if she's saying, keeping my word, what she tells me, and going to these people. I don't know what these people telling her, but they don't ever get back with me. But like every time I go up there, I have to start all over again. I tell you what, I, I got to cut it off because of time. Okay. I'm running now. Uh, but give me, a, give me a call next week. Give me a call next week. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll sure go forward with you and look this into this for me. All right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a blessed day. All right. You do the same. All right. Declan's in line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? We're up against a short break. All right. And we'll be back, right back.
This is our last segment. You can call call in fast and we'll get someone. Get someone. All right, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All right. I guess somebody trying to call me personally. Can't do that right now. <laughs> All right. Who do we have here? We got a call from Randy. Randy? All right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Brother Barnett. Wow, we got a lot on the table today, don't we? Yeah, we have, we have quite a bit going in all directions. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, when Meatball comes, calls in and gives us information, that guy's pretty smart. And what he says has a good possibility of coming true. But the only way that that can come true is if good men, Do good men stand down. That's mm-hmm. the only way it's going to come true. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that we in Texas right now, because good men, white, black, Native American, Chinese, Latino, us men, us good men are standing down. Mm-hmm. We have over $10 billion in what should have been named a freezing day fund instead of a rainy day fund mm-hmm. because for some reason we got a pandemic, we got people dying because of freezing weather, but we did not take one dollar out of that emergency fund. Not You're one. Right. We got $300 million coming from the federal government that is frozen now. Until mm-hmm. the governor decides what he wants to do with it. You know why? Because good men are standing down. Mm-hmm. They're trying to pass an abortion law, and I don't care what side you're on. Whether you believe it's good for women to have that choice, or whether you believe it's not good. What I know in this abortion law that's not good is it has uh, parts in there where if you get raped or incest, you cannot have an abortion. Yep. Now, how far does this insanity have to go? I mean, we're 48th in education, and to, I love Texas. I, I, I was I, born here, and I hope I die here. I, hold, hold, hold on a second, Randy. I, I got Bonnie coming in, bringing me my uh, my coffee. Uh, uh, Bonnie, what what do you think about it? Because I, I, it's been on my mind all morning, but I wouldn't talk about it because I know everybody wants to talk. That new abortion law. And I saw those people standing there. I didn't see a woman standing there. Well, there was some women there. There was some women there? Yeah, they've all lost their woman card. You they... can't be a woman and stand behind that. So they're no longer, they no longer get to carry a woman card. Okay, then no, what, what, what do you call them? I, uh, you know, I got a word, but I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> the, the abortion and rape and uh, you know yeah, incest, incest. Yeah. The, none of that count. Nope. Nope. But uh, I saw round of this, and you know that that governor, good God Almighty, we got to get rid of him. But uh, uh, <laughs> my last question, brother. Before I <laughs> and I'll tell you, and so question. you know, because he's so pro life. <laughs> for life. Until they born. Until they, well, but at the same time, he's signing the order to execute Quentin Jones right. uh-huh. in Houston. That's right. So, on the one hand, he's pro-life. On the other hand, he don't give a damn. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh. Now you got my head. Well, 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 we, we got... Randy, what you think about it? How long are good men... 
Okay, I hear you. I'm talking to everybody out there. I, I I'm know. talking to all of us. Mm-hmm. How long are we going to be the laughing stock of the nation? And I want the talking heads to keep calling in to this station to please tell me what catastrophe has to happen before we pull money out of this $10 billion, $11 billion we got. What catastrophe has to happen? Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you all later. All right. Sure thing. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number of call. Who do we have? Here? Got a call from Mr. T. Mr. T. All right. Good morning, hey, Mr. T. How, doing, How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. excellent. Uh, and I'm fine. Yes. Yes. Yeah, a great show. Um, I'm listening to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I want to say uh, real quick is uh, I've heard a few things about our youth. And the education, um, I, I mean, this is not a sales thing, but um, I love teaching our African cultural education because youth mm-hmm. uh, need that. So that's what I do. Um, and I, I love to share more about what I do if anybody wants any information on what I do. Um, because I've heard a few things about that. And what needs to happen uh, from my perspective, is we can't really depend on people to teach us. Okay, we have to be the ones to do that, and I believe mm-hmm. um, that I'm called to do that. Well, um, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sir. You uh, would you like would well, would you like to teach in the school system? Uh, um, what would you like to teach? Right now, I teach a uh, self-defense system at a martial arts school right now. Mm-hmm. And I love teaching our education from that perspective. Because a lot of people just don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm saying is, is that the education system that has been taught to our, you know, us, things of that nature, um, there's just a lot of things that have been left out in reference. So what I'm saying is, is that at that particular place now, I teach in Plano, mm-hmm. uh, that's something that people should do. I believe if kids, young people, youth, and this type of thing understand what type of information is out there, like what I do, um, I do believe it will make a difference because I am on social media, and so far, my information that I've been sharing has been very powerful and very needed, and so I've gotten a lot of good results from that. Yeah, and I think most people would if they ever delve into it and just begin to learn. A lot of people, they really get riled up and and, and red hot on it once they begin to learn and learn certain things that have gone on. They they really go after it. Yeah, I hear a lot about money and programs and and all those things, um, you know, we're very strong entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. If people just understood that we can help ourselves and help each other, instead of depend on things, I think we would be better individuals. Yeah, I think so too. And I think this would be a better nation if yes, everybody sir. knew and understand others' history and not just yes, teach yes, one, one man's story his story. And it's not really history that we get. But I, I tell you what, I'm out of I'm, I'm I'm out of time. Thank you for your call. Call me back next week. We try to get more of it in. All righty. 
Thank you all for calling. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Hope to hear me at Marion Barnett Senior tomorrow morning, 9.30 on Facebook. We'll be right back. No. Simple and plain, this ain't no game, you know what I'm saying, what?